Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This team, collectively, if you look at this team, not bad. I mean, I don't think this is a championship team, but a team that, to me, is going to be a solid playoff team. And if they can get through this rough patch of of games that they have, Tatum has turned into Tatum again when you watch him. Brown has been really good. Uh, It's going to be those ancillary pieces. Uh, You know, what happens with Al Horf when he comes back? Uh, he has played really, you know, it, it, it's just all these things that you look at and say, okay, what can this team do? The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. Ah. Another episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast. I am Josue Pavone. He is Cedric Maxwell. Happy holidays to everyone. I hope everyone's enjoying this time with their family. So we had to give you a brand new episode, right? You can gather around the kids, you know? We'll keep this up somewhat PG, I guess. I mean, it never <laughs> will be PG. It's Good never PG that. with Good you. So. Okay. Dude, we'll try. This is our best attempt, right? Yeah. <laughs> the Boston Celtics, uh, back to their winning ways. You know, they flip-flop, they flip-flop this season, right, Max? I mean, it's a, it's a 500 team uh, <laughs> at the end of the day overall. We'll get into that. You know, the true identity of this team and if they truly are a 500 team. But let's uh, let's keep things on the bright side. You know, coming off this win against the Cleveland Cavaliers, a top three team in the Eastern Conference. You know, Jalen Brown, another uh, terrific performance ever since he's come back into the fold. You know, he seems like he's found his groove here, Max. But, yeah. but the, the news dropped that Joe Johnson before before tip off and uh, and Max and, and his true ways for the guy who got drafted 20 years before this performance, you know, back in the Boston Celtics uniform. I, I got to ask you, what, what did you say to him? Because I couldn't make out exactly what, you know, through the Zoom press conference, pregame press conference, I couldn't make out exactly what you were saying. But like, what, what did you say to him that had him cracking up so much before uh, before putting back on that, that, that Celtics uniform and getting back out there? At the, no, at the I, was just, I was laughing. He was actually in a a closed news conference. It was himself and yeah, I was I was in that via Zoom. Reporters and they were all hanging out and they were asking a couple questions. So I was looking for him and um, found him in that room. And I walked in and I said, "The real thirty-one is up in here." And I said <laughs> that not 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 about me being the real thirty-one, but I was more referring to the fact that Joe Johnson initially, uh, when he came to the Boston Celtics. That's the number that he wore. And so throughout the years, uh, when Joe was in, traded Joe to Phoenix, then to Atlanta, uh, every place he's played, I'd always come up to him. And he'd always tell me, 
about his teammates. He'd come in and tell his teammates, see, they already retired my jersey already here. That was the number <laughs> I wore right there, 31. So we've always yeah. had a chuckle and a laugh about it. And uh, and I was just kind of just poking fun at him. I was just happy that he was back and, and more uh, surprised when you think about a guy his age at uh, 40 years old. I, I'm sure he never thought that he'd get a call from the Boston Celtics to come back and play in a real NBA game uh, along with several other people. It's an incredible story, Max. I mean, have you have you seen anything like it for a team that, you know, 20 years after they drafted you to come back and at 40 years old, go out there? And, and, and he, he stayed true to his name, right? He was a bucket. He, he got a bucket. I, yeah, I think Unbelievable. the only time we've seen stuff like that has been when a guy comes back after he's been in the league so long and comes back to say, oh, this is it. I'm retiring. I'm retiring as right. a Celtic. But he's coming back to get a 10-day contract. And you don't see that kind of stuff happen with players normally. Like, and when they come back, it's, it's they're done. Joe Johnson came back and scored a bucket, and it was, and and the fans absolutely went crazy. They uh, they acknowledged the kind of player he's been, and and him being with this franchise already. And and there was a certain point last night when the game was all but over. The fans are chanting, "We want Joe. We yeah, want man. Joe." And he said that meant a lot to him. Send him in, and and yeah. and <laughs> touch the basketball the first time. People were going crazy. Touched it the second time. Just did the right thing. But the third time he got it, Joe Johnson, true to himself, went out and got a pick and roll and got a bucket with a fallaway jump shot. What was your media reaction to the news? Because obviously it says a lot about Joe Johnson and, and what he what he means to the to Ime Udoka and the Celtics. But what do you think a move like this means? You know, what does it say about Ime and, and his coaching staff and the direction the Celtics are going in? It, it didn't say as much to me about the coaching staff. It just told me much more about the times we're in. Uh, when you look at the number of guys who are coming back in this league and are playing in the NBA now. It doesn't seem as much about the coaching staff, MA style. It says more about the times we're living in, that you have to go back and recycle uh, a player that you had 20 years ago. Uh, and if you haven't been out of the league that long, man, uh, you know, Brad Stevens asked me, he said, well, Max, you know, you, you still think you got it? I was like, hell to the no. I don't have anything, bro. I, I got nothing for you, Brad. I, I can't even I can't even run down. I told you the story. I was in Los Angeles. And I couldn't even cross. I was trying to cross the street and start running because I was in a, the, the, the number. It got down to zero. And I'm like, okay, I'll sprint across here. Sprinting across turned to what? Like, okay, walking fast. With hand out, telling cars to slow down. Yeah, yeah. What did so, your niece say? Uh, now, what did your niece say about that? What did your niece? Your niece said they were they weren't they was enjoying that, right? Knees, everything. Look, they, you know, the Joe, the Joe Johnson story obviously is great. You know, I, you know the fact that it was two thousands night. It had that like nostalgic feeling in the air. They had the old school intros, you know, from that season. It was all fitting, and of course the Celtics came out victorious. I mean. Jalen Brown's been on a streak here. I love the fact that these guys, you know, him and uh, uh, Jalen and, and Joe Johnson, they both worked out together over the summertime. You know, they both talked about that uh, after this, after that that win from the Celtics. I mean, this is a great story for not only Joe Johnson, but now you have someone in the locker room with experience that can, that can share that knowledge and that wisdom with someone like Jalen Brown, who's really found his stride right now. I, I think it all, you know, a lot of the positive things are coming out of this. 
when you can bring a veteran player back in that knows the play, knows the game, this guy was an eight-time All-Star or something All-Star. Right. Uh, he left Boston. Uh, yeah. You know, you sent him away. He goes to Phoenix. He stays there, and then goes to end up going to uh, Atlanta. And uh, you know, he was he was up. And you, you know, Paul Pierce, one of the the signature crossovers you've seen over the last couple of years, for the fact when Joe Johnson had a low dribble, Paul oh, Pierce went to make the steal. And Paul Pierce had Paul Pierce on his knees. Yo, man, we don't talk Joe about that. Johnson, oh, we don't talk about right. that. We don't talk about that. Man, Paul, Joe Johnson hits a 15-foot jump shot. And the crowd, we were in Boston. Listen, and the crowd yeah, no, was I was there. there. I was there as a fan. Yeah, this is before my reporting days. I, was, I took that in as a fan. So, I remember. I remember. All it was was, ooh. And it was just like, Paul, he broke Paul down so, so bad that his teammates kind of went, ooh. Yeah. It was cool. You know, you like to use that. You like to use that reference. Uh, what, what is it? The first time you know uh, Ali got hit, or the first time you see you know your, your guy, you start thinking maybe, maybe he's aging a bit. That was that moment for me right there. Taking that in live, I was like, okay, Paul, 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 he's gonna he's aging now. You know, he's in a different. Yeah, yeah. You, you, your your heroes all of a sudden can't do what they did before, as right. you said, like Muhammad Ali knocking out everybody, or right. when you see guys starting to get older, they don't have the fastball. The or first time Tyson know, got see, hit. You know? Yeah, you see yeah. all these things that happen. You're going, yeah. yeah. Father Time, again, has uh, has won that match. And you can see Paul Pierce on the other side of it. I saw Kevin Garnett on the other side of it when he went to Brooklyn, when he finally left here. Uh, yeah. You know, here's a, a powerful player uh, that left here. And uh, he was uh, virtually a shell once he got to Brooklyn. Brooklyn to give the Celtics three first-round draft choices, unconditional. For Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, that they were reading, they were reading their clippings. It, it wasn't about what they were doing at that time, but they were reading their clippings and right. thought that those two guys could kind of take them over the hump. And you know, history says that uh, Kevin Garnett essentially was done, and, and and Paul wasn't. Paul had a little bit more left in the tank uh, because he ended up going down to Washington and playing there. That was there. a good season for him. And, and uh, yeah. then once he got to the Clippers. I think you looked at Paul Pierce the same way you looked at Kevin. Like, you know, as they would say back in the day when you were around, last call for alcohol. <laughs> the last round. That's what that was. Yeah, for, for real. But it, it, crept, it happened quickly. You know, it crept up. You know, you know, Ray Jarrano going down didn't help things, of course, and into the new chapter of the, of the Celtics franchise. But the way things are right now, Max, because think about it. This is always the time of the year where you start to sort of take inventory as to where this team stands, right? Christmas mm-hmm. break, you know, it's not quite the halfway mark, but you sort of have an idea of uh, what the roster is about, what the identity is about. How do you feel about this team at this point, right? 500, you know, mm-hmm. smack middle 500, sort of out of the playoff picture in the playoff bubble. But how are we feeling about this team right now? I mean, it's kind of an interesting spot because you got Jason Tatum coming off the being player of the week. You got Jalen Brown turning into 30 plus point performances, but this team is still 500 and they still have a tough schedule ahead of them that starts on Christmas Day against the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, yeah, how do you feel I, I, about this yeah. roster right now? I think it's, I think it's uh, like those tests you used to take back in the day, or I took in the day when they give you a test paper, came back and was not an F, not an A, not a B, incomplete. incomplete. And, and, and that's what you look at this team and you're going yeah. pretty much incomplete. And I don't think you're going to know much as much about this team until all these circumstances. I don't think you're going to know about this this year 
until we actually read about it years from now. You think about it. With this team right now going through COVID and Al and 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 and, and all the guys who've had it, Jalen and Tatum and, and Brown. Oh, you, you look at all these guys who've had COVID and gone through it. Um, this team, collectively, if you look at this team, not bad. I mean, I don't think this is a championship team, but a team that to me is going to be a solid playoff team. And if they can get through this rough patch of, of games that they have, Tatum has turned into Tatum again when you watch him. Brown has been really good. Uh, it's going to be those ancillary pieces. Uh, you know, what happens with Al Horf when he comes back? Uh, he has played really, you know, it, it, it's just all these things that you look at and say, okay, what can this team do? Uh, Richardson has been really good. You're starting to see uh, Pritchard uh, turn the corner. A little bit of knee smith at time for time. So just a lot of different things kind of up and down. And, you know, Rob Williams is a, is a key to what they do. But can he stay healthy? And that's going to be a whole nother issue. Right. See, that's why it's so hard to tell where where this team should go in terms of personnel-wise, right? There's, I still think there's plenty of time here. Well, maybe not plenty of time because two weeks can go really fast in the NBA, but I think that's sort of where this team stands in, in the sense of where they need to go and what direction in terms of making a deal. Now, I still think a potential deal, which I thought it was fitting for to see Joe Johnson back. I, I used this in the, the, the Celtics post game or the uh, the guard report, Celtics post game show, you know, after the game. And I'm like, man, look, look, let me take you back at the time about 20 years ago. I may be aging myself a bit, but Joe Johnson at the, well, he was around for about six months. He was traded for a couple of pieces, right? Those pieces were Tony Doak and Roddy Rogers. Now these are two pieces that the Celtics wanted to have going into the playoffs, two pieces that they thought could push them over the edge and, and make them a, a final mm-hmm. a, a NBA mm-hmm. finals appearance. Right. So fast forward 20 years later. I mean, the Celtics, I think if they can try to sort of move one of these pieces, whether it's one of these younger guys and, and Neesmith or Romeo, you know, obviously it's hard to tell where their value is right now, but moving one of those pieces to consolidate that into bringing in someone that can actually, you know, be like a fifth or, or sixth option, someone that can give you uh, something on both ends of the floor. Do you think that's a, a potential possibility? Do you think Brad Stevens is looking at something I mean, like that? I think Brad has to be looking at everything now. And Brad, to me, would know more about, you know, who he'd want to trade and who would be good for this team because he was the guy who's had this team coached him for the last six, seven years. And so he knows more about the deficiencies and he knows more about the strengths of this team. So if, if anybody's going to make a move, I think Brad Stevens would be more informed than anybody else around. Even if, even if it's a general manager right now, uh, you know, Danny Ainge, as much as he, as he was around, Brad has more hands-on with experience with the guys that he has now than anybody else. And then, then you look at it, you never can tell. Look look what happened the other day when Kimba came back. Everybody said, Kimba's done, Kimba's done. What did he, he drop, 30 up in the building or close to it? And, you know, they had yeah. him essentially on he the bench off. in New York. Now, he's, now it seems like he's going to be getting more playing time because Derrick Rose is going to be sidelined for a bit, so he's going to have more of an opportunity there to show you know, show what he's worth right now. But yeah, that's an interesting example. But Max, I mean, if you're in that, if you're in Brad Stevens' seat, what would you do? How do you feel about this roster right now? Um, here's the thing: if I'm Brad Stevens, 
I'm looking at this team and saying, okay, what can I do to put this team in the best position right now to win a championship, to compete in that level? The thing you saw when you played against Philadelphia is you don't have a dominant big. And I mean a big who can score the back. Joel Embiid tore the Celtics a new one in that game. And because of that, that's why to me, and you, you always laugh at me, but that's why I'm such a big Carl Anthony Towns guy. Nah, here we go again. Well, I'm just here saying what he's not that I I'm not no wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't don't change the narrative now. I don't I don't laugh at you when you say this. I just don't I think it's a little okay. I just wanna I wanna Man, see what these nothing, guys got. There, there's nothing there's nothing premature about it. Because I, okay, I wanna see what Jalen okay, and Tatum have. Yeah. Yeah. This is what do you what mean? You. The way this team is right now, all pieces playing well together. Is this team a championship team? No, no. Okay. No. Well, if they're not a championship team, and if they're a team that is a play-in team, then that means you're in no man's land. You're not bad enough to get a really good player in the draft, and you're not good enough to advance in the playoffs. So you're 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 kind of in the middle, and. So you think they'll stay here, though? That, like, I guess that's ultimately the question you know, to, to answer, right? Or, or better yet, can this team actually make it to the, to the NBA Finals at least? Do you think they're, they're that good? Can they win an Eastern Conference championship? I think that was the – for me, and I said early on, I think their best-case scenario would be getting to the Finals. And that means that they With would this have roster to, right now. Yeah, they, this, they would have to beat a Brooklyn somehow. They'd have to beat Philly in the seven-game series. They would have to beat uh, Miami in the seven-game series. Uh, one of these teams, one of these really good teams is playing well. You have to beat them. And even look at Cleveland. Cleveland was the third play, the third best team in yep. the Eastern Conference right now. You're looking good right now. The seven-game series, do you, can you can you beat this team if everybody's healthy? And and, and, and that's it. I, I applaud the commissioner right now and what he did. He said, look, no, nah, we ain't stopping there for a week. We ain't stopping there for a month. He said, because he said it best. He said, COVID's going to be around. It's not going to leave. So we're going to have to adjust all our players. Matter of fact, the game that they're having, and as a broadcaster, I have the Christmas Day game. And we're actually doing the game from the studio uh, here in Boston. Which I'm sure you're bummed, you're bummed about. I'm, 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 I can imagine you're bummed out about that, right? No, but, no, but what they're saying now is that the commissioner not going to Milwaukee. all teams that are playing on that day, be ready for an adjustment. So our game, instead of being a 2.30, we can play a 5 o'clock game or we can play a later game. It just depends on how the NBA feels about the teams who are out there and what's the best product. You think about it. The best product you have right now on Christmas Day is going to be Phoenix and Golden State. That's going to yeah, be the best game. Right. Because the two, the two best <clears throat> teams are playing. After that, you think about, okay, the Lakers are playing, but there's no Anthony Davis, and how many will they lose by then? Uh, the Celtics are healthy. 
Milwaukee, do they have Giannis? Do they have uh, no? Yeah, Giannis looks like he's, not, he's probably not going to. Well, play. if Giannis isn't going to play, is that is that one of the games that you? Is that a marquee game you want to see at two o'clock? So, I think anything can happen. That's what's so crazy about this league and, yeah. and the times we're living in. I just would like to see the Celtics just make just. Add another piece that's about this year, right? Like, you know, everyone's wondering what's going to happen within the next three, four, or five weeks. You know, are they going to make a move? Is this Ross going to say How the same? How do you do that without making a trade, Josue? But that's what I'm talking about, Max. That's what I'm about to get to. You know, if you, if you can package one of these younger guys, whether it's an Aaron Neesmith, and you can package it with a couple of first-round picks and bring a piece in here that can make an immediate effect. Look, I'm not talking about someone that's going to be, you know, to complete a big three, a new big three. No, I think. I think aiming that high would, would, would mean training someone like Smart, training someone like Brown, or someone you know someone else like that. I'm talking about bringing in a guy that can give you scoring and a little bit on the defensive end. I mean, look, there's a couple of options out there. Whether we're talking about, look, I, I, I like Buddy Heald, okay? A. Sherrod Blakely doesn't like my ideas, and he's not a huge fan of the, of the Buddy Heald one. But I like someone like Buddy Heald. I guarantee the, I guarantee the Lakers, are, Lakers are part of that idea. They would love. They they wish they had made that trade, but I mean, yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure they're looking back on it. Who, buddy, buddy, heal for who? Who, who you? Who are you gonna send out there that that Golden that, that Sacramento is gonna say, hey, yeah, we're we'll fighting on that. Who? This would be this would be this would be pick base, right? You got. I w- I would send. I would send. This is me, right? Yeah. I would send a, a couple of future firsts. Uh, hurting uh, Gomez. This is the match contracts, right? Uh, you got Richardson, Josh Richardson in the deal, and Aaron Neesmith. Now with Aaron Neesmith, you know that could be a piece for the future. You you'll find that you'll find out whether that's true or not within the next year or so. Now the best part of this deal, Max, is all three of those guys their contracts expire in a couple of seasons. So you're gonna have a chunk of change to spend in the free agency market come 2023, not next summer, but come 2023. So you'd have to wait a bit. But if the Sacramento Kings are selling out parts the way some people are, you know, speculating. Then I think this sort of falls in their plan, right? You grab a couple of future first round picks, you grab someone like Aaron Neesmith, and, and you have a couple, you know, you have some dollars to spend in, in, in the next couple of summers. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoff. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code CLNS50 to receive that bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is your fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. That's BetOnline, where the game starts. I would, I would think that you would, that if I'm Sacramento, I'd want more. Because there are a lot of teams out right now who are going to be buyers. There are teams right now who who have to be buyers. I mean, if you are, would you? How about this? Would you? Would you send Buddy Hill to the Lakers for Westbrook? Would you do that? If you're Sacramento. Gone, you going? Nah, I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do that at all. Now give me Aaron Neesmith. I like I like that Neesmith kid from Boston. Neesmith for Buddy Hill. You really think that they're gonna 
bite on that one? Listen, listen. The the way this works for the Celtics is if they strike out with other teams. You know, like because think about it. At the end of the day, Lakers are going to make that deal. But what other teams can can trump that type of offer, or at least you know maybe it's somewhere around the same vicinity of what the Celtics are offering. We'll see. I'm telling you, I... that's just one example, Max. That that's my guy. But there's other guys out there. People are talking about Karis Levert. People are talking about uh, uh, what's it, Cam Reddish? Cam Reddish in, in Atlanta. You know. So there's other. There's other you know, I, again, I think that these are ancillary pieces, and if you're gonna do something, you gotta do something in a major way. But will that push them over the and edge? I know. I know you. I know you, you have. Piece, you think a piece does that right now? You have two untouchables. You have Brown and Tatum. You said nope. We know that Tatum's not going any place. Are you willing to use Brown as trade bait? Not yet. Not well, yet. Yeah. Now let me say this, my friend. You ain't getting too much out, out of that deal from uh, nobody else. Come on. You, you got to give up one of your assets. I mean, you think about it. When the Lakers went out, it was a bad trade, but when the Lakers went out and got Westbrook, what did they give up? Oh, a, a lot. Hell of a lot. They, a stack. They, they, a stack. Kuzma, one. picks, all that good stuff. Yeah. They, Prez. They got, picks, they got money. I mean, Prez, yeah, the, I mean, the, the Wizards got themselves. The, the Wizards traded for a whole supporting cast. That's what they did. Yeah, Washington got two really good players. Yeah. Kyle Kuzma has played well down there. You think about, and, you know, that that is one of those things you look at and going, okay. But, but if you're the Celtics right now, you don't have you don't have a major piece that you're giving up that other teams are going to look at unless it's the potential of Rob Williams and you're going to have your Marcus Smart or Brown. You got three guys that could possibly get you something in that neighborhood, but you're going to have to give you're going to have to give up one of those three guys, and the guy who would be pushing more power than anybody would be brown well max merry christmas man uh to to everyone happy holidays to you and yours man i hope everyone has a great time great safe holiday uh spending time with your friends and family man that's what it's all about this time of year yep absolutely want all you guys to stay stay safe stay Definitely. tuned uh join us on our podcast adventure uh we hear from you guys and it only makes us stronger so Hit that subscribe button and Absolutely. hit that like button. And, uh, you know, we're only going to get stronger. I mean, I, I, I've i laughed, you know, with so much of this uh, uh, podcast stuff and the James Worthy, uh, you know, coming oh, at me and, 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 and on on podcasts. That to me, all that stuff was funny. But I always tell people you got to be relevant to for somebody to use your name and not have a reference.